On today's show, we answer the next burning question concerning the Dallas Stars going into the 22-23 season. Today's episode, we focus on Rope Hints and talk about what it would take for him to take the next step in his career. He had a fantastic campaign in the 21-22 season, but now the expectations are the highest they've ever been for him. And what will it take for him to get to those expectations, if not exceed them? We talk about that on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Wednesday, October 5th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year 2022. You can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that be Spotify, whether it be Apple. Uh, Leave us a five-star rating or review if you like the show. Uh, It truly does help us out a ton. And lastly, you can follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Twitter and Instagram, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis for all things Uh, tweets about the Dallas Stars, as well as a lot of other sports shenanigans tweeting about Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs last night in Dallas. Uh, Future Texas Ranger Aaron Judge, you heard it here first, but we're not here to talk about baseball. We're here to talk about hockey. We are 10 days away from the Dallas Stars home opener against the Nashville Predators on October 15th. I mean, you can just taste uh, the regular season hockey right around the corner. Very, very exciting. And speaking of very exciting, it's time to talk about one of the most exciting players in this Dallas Stars organization, a guy that has very high expectations placed upon him coming into the season, but a guy that I think will be ready to answer the call and will handle those expectations with grace and have a phenomenal year. And this is a player that will uh, be in a very similar situation at, that Jason Robertson is in right now, a year from now. Hopefully it's not this dramatic, or maybe the Dallas Stars will work out some sort of deal with him in the middle of this season. I am, of course, talking about number 24, everyone's favorite Dallas Stars player from the country of Finland, Rope Hintz. And Rope Hintz had his best season this past year in the 21-22 campaign. He really took the NHL world by storm last season. And many people may not have seen it coming, but we did. Dallas Dallas Stars Nation saw this coming. We've known the kind of player that Rope Hintz has been. Drafted 49th overall in 2015, only behind Denis Gurionov and the Stars organization. Two very promising players. I would say Ropes panned out a little bit better than Dennis up to this point, but we talked earlier this week that very excited to see what Dennis Garyanov has in store this season. 
but also even more excited to see what Rope Hintz can do to follow up his phenomenal 21-22 campaign. Uh, and even, you know, you look back at what he's done in the early stages of his star's career, he's just started off and he's gotten better year by year, improving his numbers, improving the quality of play as he continues his young NHL career. Made a really good first impression in the 18-19 season with 22 points in 58 games played. Not too far off from what we saw Jacob Peterson do last year in his first season, 17 points and 65 games played for Petey, uh, and 8 points and 13 playoff games for Rope Hints in the 18-19 playoffs. Really stood out in that Nashville Predators series and also played a little bit of the helping hand in that seven-game series against the St. Louis Blues. And then you look at the 19-20 season. He improved in that campaign with 33 points in 60 games played before the league was eventually shut down. And then he was a huge player for the Stars in the Edmonton bubble. 13 points in 25 games played in the postseason in 2020. And then, of course, uh, was a really nice standout player, a breath of fresh air in what was an otherwise forgetful season during the 2021 condensed year. I mean, he really, the, the silver lining of that season was we found the top line of Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski, and of course, that line not fully complete without Rope Hintz. And, you know, he was good leading up to this most recent season. There were a lot of, you know, People optimistic that he would have a really nice season, that he would contribute to whatever success the Dallas Stars had. But, you know, he was racking up more assists than goals and he was still finding ways to contribute to the team. But I think what really, you know, kicked Rope Hints into that next level this past year was his ability to score goals. And I think he found that that is really what he's good at and what he's meant to do on this Stars roster because he is an absolutely filthy score. I mean, he just has a wicked shot seemingly from everywhere on the ice. 37 goals, 35 assists, and 72 points in total in 80 games played in the 21-22 season. Nearly reached the 40-goal marker alongside Jason Robertson. Was really hoping for that as the season was winding down. As Robo got to 41 goals, was really hoping we could say Rope Hintz cross into that 40-goal threshold. Was it meant to be? Maybe if he gets those two extra games played to close out the year, maybe he gets one goal in each of those games, or maybe he gets a few in each of those games and he crosses the 41 threshold, or maybe even scores more than Jason Robertson. Uh, and really, you know, it's crazy that he ended up posting those numbers because I'm sure many of you will remember last year, Rope Hintz started off the season terribly. He was awful uh, to start off last season. He did not score a goal until nearly a month into the season. Uh, November 10th versus the Nashville Predators at home. Rope Hintz finally gets a goal. And up to that point, he only had two points before then. And then after that, he really just caught fire. I mean, obviously, he wasn't scoring a goal every single game, but he was a much more consistent player after that game in Nashville. Uh, many will remember his hat trick game versus the Carolina Hurricanes on November 30th at home. He also played phenomenal when the Stars went to Carolina to take on the Hurricanes in what was Scott Wedgwood's debut. A very tough, grinded out type win that Rope Hintz really took charge of offensively and was a huge proponent to that win and what ended up being a massive two points for that Stars team. Uh, and, you know, a ton of credit to 
his success can be given to that top line that he played on, the aforementioned Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski line. He really found his chemistry with those two, especially Joe Pavelski. We talked about earlier in the preseason about Pavelski's impact on this team, a good goal scorer, but really at this point in his career, what he's doing for this team is providing that playmaking ability, the ability to set up his teammates for success, and Rope Hintz benefited from that greatly. And I think that, you know, we now know that we have Jason Robertson, hopefully whenever he does resign, as the primary goal scorer for this team. But Rope Hintz, I think on any given night, can also fill that role really well. It seems that he's finally found his niche with this team. Like like we said, we reviewed his past seasons with the Stars. He's been good. He's been an effective player, and he can rack up a ton of assists. You know, he's a multi-tool type player. He can score, but he can also rack up the assists and set up his teammates for success. But I mean, the Stars took a step forward and made the postseason with Rope Hint scoring 37 goals last year. And so if he can do that again this year, I think the Stars can continue to compete in the Western Conference and especially the Central Division. I mean, he's a big-time scorer who can skate well on both sides of the ice. If we can see him play nearly 80 games, if not play every single game this season, and continue to improve those numbers, if you go look at his stats on the NHL website or any other website where you can find hockey stats, you'll see the points, the goals, the assists. They improve year after year. So if history is any indication, we should see an uptick in numbers with Rupe Hintz this season, which is absolutely exciting because it's hard to imagine him topping last season's performance, but he's only 25 years old, still has a ton of his career ahead of him. And like we said, he's going to be an RFA at the end of this season. So you have to imagine that he's going to want to show out to try to get a very nice pay raise, whether it's from the Dallas Stars, hopefully it is from the Stars, or if there are other teams interested. So you have to expect big things from Rope Hintz this season because he's going to be trying to get paid a ton of money some point next offseason. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about Rope Hintz. We've talked about what he did in the past, but now we're going to talk about what he needs to do this season in order to improve his numbers and improve his stock and get a very nice pay raise next offseason. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. MLB postseason is literally happening this week just around the corner. The NBA and NHL seasons are about to kick off. The NFL is in full swing. If you want to bet on any of those sports, do it at betonline.net. You can head to their website right now or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action happening around the sports world. Betonline.net is where the game starts. Let's continue to talk about Rope Hints. Thank you guys again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. We talked about what Hints has done in the past, his previous seasons with the Stars, especially his most recent season here in Dallas, a phenomenal 73-point campaign. High expectations have been placed upon him this offseason and during training camp, but it, it, it's really intensified, if that's even possible, with the idea that Jason Robertson could be missing part of the season or 
heaven forbid, he's not on the team at all. I don't imagine that happens, but it's a very real reality at this point, at least at the time of recording this on Tuesday evening, that maybe Jason Robertson misses a few of the early games of the regular season. And that means more expectations and probably a heavier workload for Rope Hints to get the season started. I mean, he's considered by some to be the best all-around player on this team at age 25. I know several people on Twitter and even here on YouTube in the comments, some have said you know, that they're not worried about Jason Robertson because Rope Hintz is the best player on the team, according to some Stars fans out there. And that's a very respectable opinion to have. I, I think they're both incredible players, and both of them are incredibly valuable to this team. Uh, if one of them is missing, I think the Stars team is nowhere near good enough to make the postseason, both of them very valuable. But if there's people out there that think that Hintz is the best all-around player, that's very valid, probably very true. Hintz is definitely better defensively than Jason Robertson at this point in both of their respective careers. Uh, but Hintz, I mean, you just can't deny it if you look at the numbers. I mean, obviously, he's a threat on the five-on-five, five, but I mean, he can literally play at any moment in the game. He's great on the power play, 62 career power play points so far. He can kill penalties. He has six shorthanded points. Many remember last season that game against the St. Louis Blues in mid-November where he scored two shorthanded goals uh, with Michael Raffle. Absolutely incredible performance. And he can just skate with absolutely anyone. There's really no situation in a hockey game where you cannot plug in Rope Hintz. You can plug him in anywhere on special teams, five on five, overtime, three on three. If there's any situation in a hockey game, you can put number 24 out there for the Stars and be fully confident that he can perform at a high level for your team. That's just the kind of player that he is and the player that he's been expected to be when he was drafted by this team seven years ago. And a huge key to his success will be riding on his chemistry with Joe Pavelski if they share a line. Uh, we talked about in the last segment the importance of that chemistry being built between those two last season. So many of Hintz's goals coming off of really nice plays from Robertson, but also Joe Pavelski setting up his teammate for success. So hopefully... Pavelski still has a little bit of magic left in the tank near the end of his career, and he can help boost Rope Hintz's numbers and put him in a position to thrive and succeed with Dallas this season. Jason Robertson should also hopefully be playing a role in that equation as well. But again, at the time of recording this, we don't know when Robo is going to come back. And hopefully it's soon, and hopefully he can reestablish that chemistry with whatever practice time those three can have together, assuming that that's the line that Coach Pete DeBoer will want to see. I can't imagine he would want to break away from that line. That line was so good last year, and it gives you more options as far as scoring depth. But even if Robo doesn't play on that top line with Hintz and Pavelski, you have some really good options out there as far as some playmakers that can boost their own numbers while also probably getting hints involved in the offense as well. I think Mason Marchment has certainly proven himself to be a top six player this season. I think if Robertson's not ready to go or not able to go on opening night that you could slide Marchman into that top line, and I think he would fit in just fine. You can maybe throw in Dennis Gurionov there. I think he has a lot to prove this season, and I think he would fit very well as far as the skating and playmaking ability of Hintz and Pavelski. I think that there's plenty of options. I think they've thrown Jamie Benn on that line a few times in practice and preseason. I don't imagine that sticking in the regular season, but maybe. You never know. Uh, but also, I mean, those those are just kind of the, the, the lines for five on five. You can expect to see hints on one of the two power play units consistently throughout the season. And he'll probably be out there several times throughout the game for penalty kills, 
very, very good player is Rope Hintz. You just got to surround him with other playmakers. He can do a lot on his own, but he's at his best when he's surrounded by other guys that can make big plays and set him up for success. And the next practical step for Rope Hintz in his young career, I just got to say it, and I think this is not too far of a stretch, it's a 40-goal season, if not more. And honestly, I think he should have gotten it last season if he doesn't get off to that slow start in the first month of the 21-22 campaign. Who knows what kind of numbers he puts up? I think that that's a flash-in-the-pan kind of moment for Hintz where you know he was really coming off a really good performance in the condensed 2021 season, and a lot of people still remembering his play in the Edmonton bubble, and maybe he just wasn't ready for those heavy expectations. I think now with an extra year under his belt, he just got done playing in an intense seven-game series against the Calgary Flames. I don't think the pressure is going to get to Rope Hintz this season. I think he's going to come out of the gates on fire, ready to go, and he's going to produce from the get-go. So there's no reason that he cannot be a 40-goal scorer in the 22-23 season. If he can get off to that hot start and he can play consistently all 82 games this season, there's no reason that we cannot expect him to be amongst the league's best in scoring. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about the Dallas Stars and Rope Hints. We're going to actually shift our attention to Jason Robertson, talk a little bit about his update as far as his new deal, and we'll also talk about tonight's matchup between the Dallas Stars and the Colorado Avalanche. We have an update on the Jason Robertson situation, but unfortunately, it doesn't really have that much to do with Jason Robertson. I'm sure many of you saw on social media yesterday, Islanders center Matthew Barzell, the 16th overall pick in the 2015 draft, actually a draft classmate of Rope Hintz, signed an eight-year deal with the Islanders worth $9.15 million AAV. And Barzell, don't get me wrong, a good player, a very productive player for this Islanders team, a key component to their core but that is a lot of money for a guy whose best season was in 2017-2018, which was a very, very good year. A point-per-game player, 22 goals, 63 assists, uh, 85 points in total in 82 games played. But the numbers have not reached that height again since that season. But he's still been productive. He's still been a good player. But if you look at the numbers, and there were many people who made this point on social media yesterday, he has 32 total goals over the past two combined seasons. Jason Robertson had 41 goals last season alone. I mean, nearly 10 more goals in one season than a guy had in two seasons. Granted, the 2021 season was condensed, but still, I believe he played 55 games of that season. There were 56 games in that season in total. So he essentially played the entire year and played the majority of last season as well and only scored 32 goals across both of those seasons. While Jason Robertson's out here scoring 41 in a single campaign where he also did not play the entirety of the season, but did play the majority of the games. And, you know, we've been led to believe that a deal is close with Jason Robertson. Maybe a lot of us expecting that a deal is done sometime this week. But you have to imagine that this deal once again raises the asking price of Jason Robertson in his camp, similar to the deals from Jordan Cairo, Tim Stutzla, and Tage Thompson, some of the guys that we've talked about earlier in the preseason that have signed big contracts. I think all four of these guys, Jason Robertson, a better player than all four. I think all four are good players. They're great players. They're going to be great players in this league for a long time. But I think at this moment right now, Jason Robertson is better, and it is totally fair for him to expect as much money as these guys are making, if not more. But unfortunately, the Dallas Stars not 
really able to accommodate those demands at this moment. So we're going to have to continue to say, what can the front office do? How can this be done? How can we get a deal done that both is fair to the stars as a team, but also compensates Jason Robertson properly for his skills and his services to the club? But other than that, the Dallas Stars and their world, they do have their second to last preseason game tonight in Colorado against the Avalanche, a rematch of Monday's exhibition matchup. But this game will be nationally televised on TNT. Uh, so if you have access to TNT and you have nothing going on at 8.30 p.m. Central Time, be sure to tune in. Can't imagine we're going to see too similar of a roster that we saw on Monday. Again, the NHL is weird with their preseason rosters just because every coach is going to approach it differently. So maybe we won't see too many guys that we can expect on the NHL roster. And I think part of that is because this could be, you know, maybe the last game opportunity that several players have to kind of show out for the coaching staff to make their final case of should they be on the NHL roster on opening night. So maybe we'll still see the Johnston, Stankovens, Borks of the world. Maybe we won't. It's hard to say at this point in time at 8, 19 p.m. on Tuesday evening, but I imagine maybe even we'll see Scott Wedgwood in net. That's just my guess, given that Ottinger played on Monday and you want to get Wedgwood some real game, real moment type reps. I feel like he hasn't gotten a ton of those this season. Maybe he has in just some of the games where they weren't streamed or televised. So I just personally haven't seen it. But nonetheless, I'm excited to see this team back in action. They've played much better on the road in the preseason than they have at home, which is weird because last season the Stars were almost unbeatable at home, and on the road they struggled a little bit. So maybe the narrative is flipping this season, which is maybe bad news for us because I know many of us are going to be watching the Stars play at home. And when you go to a home game, you want your team to win. But I don't know. It's not necessarily a bad thing to be a good team on the road. But do keep in mind what I said, that this could maybe be the last preseason game for some of these young prospects, guys that are trying to crack the NHL roster. Uh, we've, we've been told by the coaching staff to expect several big cuts. There haven't been a ton of big moves so far this week, but maybe after this Wednesday night game, we'll see some really big moves made to the roster and we'll start to get a better idea of what the opening night team will look like. Really, really hoping that we can at least see White Johnston on the opening night roster. Stan Coven and Bork would be nice as well. I just don't know if there's room for them, but we're going to have to see what happens in this game and see what happens in Saturday's matchup against the Minnesota Wild. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for stopping by, for tuning in and making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. If you're new here, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave us that five-star rating or review. Just takes a couple of seconds and helps the show out tremendously. Follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal account on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we will be recapping and reviewing Wednesday night's preseason matchup. Stars and Avalanche, I'm sure that there will be a lot to talk about and hopefully a Dallas Stars exhibition win. But we'll see you tomorrow, Stars fans. I hope you have a great Wednesday. <laughs>